Blog Talk Radio. Boxing, 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 boxing. Tune into Outsiders Boxing Podcast, where they only gonna give you the realest talking. Boxing, 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 boxing. Outsiders Boxing Podcast coming to you live, ladies and gentlemen. On this 19th of May Sunday, beautiful day Minus the rain As I stand on my balcony right now Looking at the village that it is Over here In the uh, Morgandy I forget what it's called It don't matter My life is in shambles (laughs) No, I'm kidding Life's good right now, honestly Uh, But it's a beautiful day I love it What's going on here <laughs> That's why I was my best friend. How you doing, doggy? Dog next door. Uh, <clears throat> but beautiful day as I chill over here on the balcony, having me a glass of wine, relaxing, um, thinking about what's in store ahead. Hell of a boxing week that we can talk about. A lot going on. You had the bronze bomber when he's in New York. Barclays, known as the Bronx bomber, put on a hell of a performance. I mean, man, the World Boxing Super Series, which I was chilling at home, rarely on a 1 o'clock time, seeing what's going on. Oh, well, I'm next to the high school right now. I hope y'all don't hear that banging of the metal bats right now. But uh, that's where, that's my school right here in my backyard. Shout out to Hanford West Huskies. Husky ball. Um, but regardless, though, man, a hell of a day for boxing. It was a, I mean, yesterday for me it was a full day full of everything involved with everything. Um, had an a early start with boxing going on. Uh, had a, a very early start with Seattle Sign giving me some hateful messages and talking some crazy nonsense as always, given the name Seattle Conspiracy Brother. Uh, had a good time with one of my best friends. Shout out to Miss Long. You already know what time it is. And then went out, had a couple of drinks with other friends, and then came back over here watching the Bronx Mama. And the whole the whole block is hot. It was the most crunkiest small type of apartment setting that you can have in which I have in the confines over here at the outrigger. That's what I remember. It's the outrigger where I'm at. And we had the whole block hot over here yesterday for the Deontay Wilder fight. And it, it, it was better than expected. But no, man, hey, um, I'm chilling right now. Early Sunday, sore as fuck. As I, as I told y'all, I'm getting in camp right now. I'm getting in camp right now. I'm currently at 175, trying to cut weight to 160 and, uh, I'm a, as soon as I get to 160, I'm hitting up Oscar De La Hoya uh, on Twitter, IG, any way I can. 
and I just want to get in a sparring session with Canelo Alvarez. And I'm sure he's going to <laughs> a, wise, a wise man once said He who laughs last Laughs loudest And for me I just want to get in a sparring camp I want to get in sparring with Canelo Because if you want to get the job done right, <laughs> If you want to get the job done right You got to do it yourself So you know Camp started for me Canelo's fight just ended So give me, give me, give me two months I get down to 160 and see what's up. But anyways, my life is going good. I had a great time with my best friend yesterday. Uh, 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 Snowflake's a little mad at me right now. It don't matter. Neither here nor there. I'm having a really good time today. It's beautiful weather right now. It's crazy out here. It's crazy out here in Central California. Beautiful weather. But um, I want to know what's going on in Houston, Texas. Because my guy, Willa, I appreciate it. He's a good friend. And those of you guys who don't know, uh, who probably uh, uh, checked out the show on Wednesday. Uh, I pulled a no-show, no-call, which I was actually getting ready to get the show going on. But I had unfortunate circumstances that had happened probably uh, 30 minutes before showtime. And after that had happened, well, <clears throat> that's why I say shambles. So <laughs> uh, it's been a... Uh, walk on the on the edge, so to speak, for me since Wednesday, and uh, it just kind of been tiptoeing the line. But as far as right now, that line is uh, further distance from me. So, with that being said, I want to give a big shout out to Will and JP because without these two guys, I mean, we we wouldn't even be here right now. And that's my guy. That's my man, 50 grand. And JP, he already know what time it is. But I want to take it to Willow, even though I know he come with the jokey jokies. And he was going down out there in the southern portion of these United States. Willa, you're really good on the on the, on the the switchboard with the sounds and all that stuff. What's going down with you right now, man? Oh, yeah, that's just a live crowd. You know, we do this in front of a live studio audience like this is Cheers or something. But, <laughs> you know, let's think back. Hey, I, I just want to reminisce. And, you know, JP, he's old. He's an older – well, not old. Me and him are about, I think, pretty much the same age. Me and JP the same <laughs> age. But it seems like – it seems like he is, uh, you know – he sort of he sort of led you out the stray two Wednesdays ago, and I told him I knew two Wednesdays ago <laughs> I knew we were going to get this Sunday. It wasn't last Sunday, Man. but it was this Sunday. As you're coming on here, a little mopey, and I told you once he said once once that incident happened on the Wednesday before, I said oh, we already know where this is going. But you know, and JP he's like he 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 put fuel to the fire. Hey hey, you know he was uh. Fat Albert, hey, 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 out there. Fuel to the fire. But, you know, I tried to shut it down. JP just kept it going. Now we're here where we are. But that's neither here nor there, man. Let's get to the positives of life. And we had my man, our guy. You know what time it was. Bombswad! Yeah. Sir. We had Bomb Squad full of, in full effect. 
he said it was going to be a dramatical knockout, you know, because this nigga is the, you know, the non most non-talk in this country nigga I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> we're going to talk Stop about it. We're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about that. But he said it was going to be a dramatical knockout. I didn't think he could do it, but he did it. Gary Russell Jr. did his thing. Is he, should he be accepted fully by the black race? A new monster, Billy Ho, two-time champ, man. Lots to talk about, man. So, yeah, <laughs> I'm glad that you're with us. I'm glad we could do this. And, uh, yeah, let's get talking. And this is going to be our new start time, you know, for everybody. Um, we're going to bring it back an hour. Yeah. So, you know, so everybody knows we're going to be at, what's that, 1 Pacific right now, 3 Central from now on, just so the Lord can be praised in the right way. So, you know, that's I'm glad we're here today. I'm glad we're talking. Mm-hmm. It's a good day. I just ate about uh, four little gummies. So if I start slurring at the end, y'all know why. Gummies? Gummies? Some gummies. gummies. Hey, I was like, hey. Gummy bears? Yeah, I sound like Shannon Sharp. Yeah, it was, these were uh, Sour Patch. They taste real good to the end. They had like this, this distinct <laughs> taste at the end. <laughs> they had this distinct hey. taste at the end. You know, that's funny, they taste man. good that's, at the beginning. That's funny. <laughs> that's funny, man. I don't know if you, uh, speaking of gummies, real quick before we go to JP. I don't know if you got a chance to check out the Showtime uh, uh, premiere that happened on Friday. Um, I think it was at 7 and then at 10. It was your guy, Brandon Schaub. Remember that guy, the former UFC fighter, who was, uh, um, he was in, the, in the boxing media when Conor McGregor was going to fight Floyd Mayweather, and he was like, yo, Conor's going to beat Floyd, like, you know, and he kind of made his name off that, but... uh. He had a, a a comedy special come out last Friday on Showtime, and um, uh, I, I thought it was pretty funny. Yeah, y'all should check it out because he's one of those guys who reminds me a little bit of myself, who we kind of make jokey jokes, but at the same time, it's a it's crazy. Hey, but he talked about a gummy in that special, and it was pretty funny because for me, like I, <laughs> you know me, I, I'm steak and potatoes. I don't, I I don't, you know, know how that gets down. But if you're gonna be fun towards the end, uh, I'll definitely pick you up, but uh, for those who don't know, check out uh, Fighter and the Kid podcast with Brian Callen, comedian over here in in, uh, Southern California, Uh, funny guy, and he's teamed up with Brendan Schwab, as I call him, but Brendan Schwab, but that's Willow's guy, Uh, regardless though, Um, but yeah, we got a lot of boxing to talk about, man, there's a whole lot of shit going on, you could, I mean, it's rare for me to catch boxing at one o'clock yesterday, like I said, when we were in the group message of how things were going on, and, uh, but nonetheless, exciting as fuck, so, uh, let's take it to Southern California, to, uh, uh, the big three member, as we are, the Heatles, Miami Heatles over here at the Outsiders Boxing Podcast, or however you want to have the trio going on, but let's go to JP and see what's good in Southern California, JP, bro, it was uh, a really nice day, and right now, actually, the sun is just literally right now beaming out on me as it was covered in clouds for the whole day, and it's been raining the last few days over here, and, uh, you know, spring's a little late, but it, it's a beautiful day, and I'm having a good time right now, regardless of the circumstances, and uh, how are you doing over there? Because I know Willa, he's over there struggling with that, that, that Texas weather right now. Oh, man, <clears throat> I've had a real nigga morning. And for those of you who don't oh. know what a real, yeah, 
a real nigga morning, this is what a real nigga morning encompasses. I've already driven 388 miles from Tracy, California to home by 12 p.m. <clears throat> you know, wife and kids, we came in late from a wedding. It was a rainy wedding, but it was uh, still a, a great event nonetheless. Drove out there in support of a friend. Tracy, California, this is about 40 miles east of Oakland, a little middle of nowhere type of town. One thing about California I realized driving up through California is that for as you know, smashed in as we are in Los Angeles, there's a whole bunch of fucking space about an hour out that we should be using. I don't understand what the hell is going on here. But um, nonetheless, man, real nigga morning underway. Still got shit to do. Um, but had the fight going at the at the wedding. <clears throat> had the iPhone, you know, and then and I was able to take in the big fight, um, the PBC, you know, the Showtime card. So, yeah, man, I, I'm excited about some of the topics that we got coming up. Um, I'm going to talk about Brazil, not if he, him not showing up or having anything to say in the post fight. Is that a sucker move or? You know, was that understandable? You know, things like that. So, yeah, man, I'm, um, I think Deontay really put himself in a position to have leverage. I think performances yep. sometimes outvalue um, purse. You know, that performances can gain leverage more than anything else sometimes. So I'm ready to get into it. Yeah. This ain't this uh it's different in the sport. It's not like uh the Buffalo Bills giving the New England Patriots problems this year, and therefore they think that they could beat the Los Angeles Rams in the Super Bowl because so math doesn't work in in all sports, and we all know that that uh Anthony Joshua what he go he go like seven rounds with Dominic Brazil, and for Deontay Wilder getting him out of there in two minutes, man, we got to talk about that, but uh. Uh, but real quick, I forgot that you mentioned you went to Tracy, uh, and and I, I always heard about it over here, as I'm I'm located out here in Fresno, California, uh, just smack down in the middle. We're the armpit of California over here in the Central District, so it's uh, you know, it's left and right when you talk about SoCal. You're looking at Nipsey Hussle types, you know, um, uh, NWA types, and we go NorCal which is the same distance. He's talking about Mac Dre, E-40, things like that. Different, I mean, completely different from left and right out here in Central California. But I looked at Tracy the other day when you were talking about it. I was like, man, you two hours and 30 minutes away, I might as well take my ass to L.A. <laughs> uh, are, are you back in SoCal, JP, or are you still out there in the confines of Tracy, California? No, like I said, I didn't bust that move this morning. We came in We came in late from a wedding last night. You know, I told my wife, my kids, hey, we out of here in the morning because I got to be at work Monday. <laughs> they they, yeah. they talk about, oh, you know, whatever. They, they, they don't believe me. They think we're going to still be sleeping at 8 o'clock and shit, stumble out, get something to eat and all that. We'd be leaving about 9.30. Nigga, I was, had them lights on at 6 a.m. on their ass. And then I had that McDonald's in the car and had that full tank of gas. By uh, 6.45, half they ass on the road. So I'm home now. 
for a while. I, I didn't already blaze that trail. About, about 380 miles, had it done by 12. So, you know, like I said, a real nigga morning. Damn. Okay. All right. That's what's up, man. Much respect. Hey. Yeah, open your ears, RC. He's already explained this. That hey, might man, be your problem, look, dog. Bro. No, no, no. You need to learn how to listen. listen. Willis said that I'm not good with humans. So if that's the case, then that's the case. I look. RC, you do have a dog, don't you? That you, you seem very close to your dog, so that could be true. Oh yeah, yeah. I got I got two dogs. I got a pit bull and I got a uh uh no discrimination, but I got I, I got a pit bull named Tyson and I got a uh a, a, a Labrador named Tiger. And you know what? Speaking of having dogs, I got a problem with people who have dogs with human names. If you got dogs with a human name, man, my fam out there in SoCal, they got a dog named George. He's one of those mustache-looking dogs. I think Janelle uh, has one of those little dogs. I think they cut, his name is like Pete or something. He calls him Pete. A little. Oh, has, he got I think a human dog. Little chihuahuas. Hey, hey, hey yeah. Willa, you about to you about to fuck me up. You about to fuck me up. I'm about to call Janelle Chanel, as you was about to. <laughs> hey, he, hey, he, he, he's on. Hey, Janelle is on right now. Just hey, just so hey, just so you know, I seen him with the picture. He's like, hey, me and Pete. I think the dog was licking him in the mouth and everything. Man, Janelle, hey, I, bro. I think I'm gonna uh, get a dog. I'm gonna get a, one of them small dogs and fuck everybody up and name it DeAndre. <laughs> I like that. I like that. But I got a fucking <laughs> with people. Who, man, I got a problem with dog, people who are dog owners or animal owners at that who got a human name for a fucking animal. So let's take it to Chanel since Willa want to call him that. <laughs> Chanel, I know you ain't got no dog named Pete. What's with that, man? Let's well, take it to NYC well, and see what's good with Chanel. Well, first of all, I own a pit bull. I never had a small dog in my life. All I ever had was pit bulls my entire life. I, I never had that's what a small dog. My dog is Mer- and uh, and her name is Merlo. It's because of a color I named after wine. Because you know what I'm saying, I, I named it Merlo. It was like no yeah, I, no I, Pete I, I hair, no pet. small dog hair. I have a bully <laughs> pit bull. Willow over here. Bully pit bull. Or somebody else. A Brindle, I can swear a Brindle that, blue nose, man. Seen it on Facebook. He bugging. He bugging. He so, bugging right now. I thought I saw a guy with a Kango hat and a Kuji <laughs> licking the, uh, with, whatchamacallit. I thought that was you, dog. Nah, it never was me, dog. You got, <laughs> you got the wrong, you got the wrong brother right now, man. You got the wrong pro-black <laughs> brother right now. <laughs> I'm actually on the road going well, down to Harlem, you know. Okay. I'm on the road driving oh, yeah. down to Harlem. It's Malcolm X's DeAndre. birthday today, right? It's Malcolm X's birthday, yeah. Yeah, shout out to Salute. Malcolm. Salute. Yeah, shout out to Malcolm X. But, hey, that's what's up, though, man. I was about to have a problem because, cause like I said, uh, I, got a, I got a cousin in, in Southern California out there in Redondo Beach. And she got this, I forget what it's called, man, but it's one of them little mustache-looking dogs. His name's George. He got a frohawk with a color in the middle. Like, and, and when I was over there chilling at her crib, and I'm like, I'm looking at this animal, but I'm going to call him by a fucking human name, George? Nah, bro. <laughs> that shit don't fly with me. I don't like that. I don't like animals with human names. So I'm glad well, your dog driving on you. I told you, my dog, I got a Labrador named Tyler. He just told he's black. you. Hey, oh, yeah, he is. Yeah, he just got you back, though. Come on, man. Where we? I got him back. Yeah, I'm glad with that one. Just I got a Labrador yeah, that's yeah. black named Tiger because he got orange stripes on his back. And then I got a, a pit bull named Tyson because, you know, 
little American oh. pig. He white with brown with, with, with brown spots named Tyson. Cause, all know. right, all right. Yeah, that's my two guys right there, man. That's my two guys right there. But, hey, man, we got a lot of shit to talk about. I'm glad we can have this little intro with everything and everything. But yesterday, the bronze bombers. Deontay Wilder went in there with dominant Brazil, and it was a spectacle, to say the least. And the spectacle will be something that we could talk about beforehand because it was involved with that going on the zone and everything and everything. But yesterday, man, Deontay Wilder, I made it back to the crib and uh, was able to check it out live. Had a like I said a block party over here. We were all checking it out. Some casuals were like, "Who's Deontay Wilder?" Blah, blah. Well, two minutes and three seconds into this bout, before Deontay Wilder came out looking like Shao Kahn from Mortal Kombat, as he mentioned, he would take his brains out of him in a Mortal Kombat type of a you know combination. Uh, he, man, this is very one-sided. This is very uh, short, simplistic that we could break down because there wasn't much to it. Two minutes and three seconds into the fight, it was over. Done, doctor. Wrap it up. Deontay Wilder caught him. Well, uh, what a lot of people were looking at was the straight right that Deontay gave him. For me, I was rewinding, looking at what the fuck was Dominic Brazil thinking. He tried to throw a left hook. And the worst possible punch you would try for a guy who has the, the, the power that obtained by Deontay Wilder and getting him in that position that he was in. The worst punch you could try and the, per, the worst punch that you took without taking a dive. Uh, not much to cover on this one, fellas. Deontay Wilder got him hurt, stunned early, and, and Dominic Brazil was out of there within two minutes and three seconds. Willa, this was a dramatic knockout that Wilder was talking about, known as the Bronze Bomber, but when he's in New York and Barclays Center, proclaimed as the Bronx Bomber, this was one of his best performances that went viral. This is one of those knockouts that went Barstool, this went Joe Rogan podcast, this went all over the place from people who was talking about Deontay Wilder. This was one of the most epic performances that he could have had coming off that draw, some people call, but is what it is against Tyson Fury. This is a, a spectacular performance put out by Deontay Wilder yesterday. I was highly impressed, A++++ by Deontay Wilder. You can't give him nothing less from my perspective. What was your thoughts on the fight yesterday? Because, honestly, I didn't get to get my, 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 my thoughts on the fight yesterday, but I thought that it would have went at least six rounds. I would have gave him six. But to get out there in two minutes – Spectacular. What was your thoughts on this fight, my guy, my man? Man, hey, Wilder did exactly what he was supposed to do to make the big name. Um, you know, he talked a big fight, and he ended it early. Nobody really thought that he was going to go in there and sleep him in them early rounds. First round, definitely not. You know, but he went in there. He Hit him with a hit him with a right that barely missed, but you know it looked like it looked like Brazil sort of like you know he didn't get wobbly, but it looked like it shook him a little bit to the it, he felt it in his core. So he sort of you know then he said you could you could see that he wanted he was like hey it's either I got to go for it so he started pressing a little bit then he got popped again or um, 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 came back 
he fell back into those cor- into the corner. Um, then he hit Wilder with a shot, backed him up. And you could see that Wilder got hit. That's why, you know, Wilder has a chin on him. Because Wilder got hit with two big bombs in that in that fight. When he backed him up, the, when he had him hurt, like the first real time he had him hurt. Yeah, when that he got was, him in that, that corner. A, that, was a, he got, that was a desperation right hand by Brazil. Yeah, he caught him, boom, back, slowed him down, then hit him with another one, boom. And then Wilder yeah. had to back up. And you could see Wilder sort of like, you know, sort of manned up in there. You know, you can see it's like his shoulders got tight and he sort of, you know, he get his chest got tight and he and he was like, all right, I need to, you know, you could tell that he got hit and he felt it, but he was like, fuck it. You could see him man up, then he hit him, then they sort of boxed a little bit more. I thought I thought uh Brazil was had the had the advantage at that point, but then next thing you know, jab, right hand, sleep. A sleeper. Oh, uh, everybody's saying that the guy you know, that Brazil got up. These are the same people that got mad at Wilder when he said he wanted to have a body out there. Same people that wanted Brazil to put, because he made the eight count, but he didn't know where the hell he was or what was going on. They wanted him to fight some more so he that he could actually yeah. get killed. But when Wilder said, I want a body, they're upset. You know, Brazil went out, got dropped. And there's really nothing more we can say. You know, I did get to, you know, uh, Wilder is moving slowly up my card again. You know, I, I think him and Shields, they're fighting for number five. But I think at this point in time, I'm going to drop my man Ryan Garcia from number – I think I got, I got Wilder at number three. I think I got Canelo, Crawford, then Wilder. And Wilder – you know, he was sort of, it was like, what is he going to do, what is he going to do? And, but he, he, he cemented himself as, as a, one of the top dogs. Last night, that's exactly what you're supposed to do. You say A++, that's, that's nothing better than what he did. You go in there and you drop a, you sleep a guy, you know, in the first, first round. Nothing better than yep. that. He's the, he's the big dog now. It should be 50-50. You know, he... He made a lot of money. He made a lot of money on himself. And he said he was betting on himself, and that's what he just did, man. He made he hit yep. the jackpot last night. Yeah. So we'll see how it goes, but he did it. Good point, Please. man. Good point. Before I go to JP and Janelle, I just want to say a lot of the boxing pages out there and forums and things of that nature, Boxing House on IG, like you, Wilder could say the nicest things about them, but they'll figure a way out to, to hate on them at the same time. And for me, Willis, you know me. We go back from 2014 to where I was saying Wilder has no skills, but I hope he's a late bloomer. When I was talking about the dark horse of, of Luis Ortiz, who was also in attendance, um, uh, I was hoping for a late bloomer from Wilder, and it's looking like he is a late bloomer. You know what I mean? He got into boxing at 18, which is not the – a reviable age for someone who wants to get into the sport where guys are working this shit from when they're like 12 years old, 10 years old, 8 years old. You know what I mean? So um, when when Wilder is betting on himself the way he has, you, you never want to do boxing math and judge things the way it is, but if you look at it, you know, Joshua, I give Joshua credit. Joshua is, he, he, he's you know, doing what he's doing big numbers, big money, all that good stuff. But Wilder, 
continuously improving. And I've never been the biggest Wilder fan, which leads me back to the 2014 discussion over at On the Grind Boxing, where me and Willa first had met each other. This is uh, impressive as it gets. And like I said, when I started this off, Joshua took seven rounds to get rid of Dominic Brazil. He didn't have the best performance against late opposition. Not hating on Joshua, but when you're talking about Wilder and people are talking about how crazy he is for betting on himself, the man made $10 million yesterday. He was offered $20 million by the zone. And I'm pretty sure with his performance yesterday, he's going to be able to make a better op- – man, I hate this fucking train over here. <laughs> Sorry, folks. Um, <clears throat> but, man, Deontay Wilder has never been a guy that's been high on my list because of uh, of the – the things that he lacks in the ring, but what he does not lack is the power, the right hand from hell. And, you know, uh, uh, I mean, I, I don't have a problem with the, the, the multi-personalities uh, that he has because one moment he's talking about doing this for the children and for the people and to this day, and then the next moment he's talking about catching a body and – you know, the next moment after that, he's hugging Dominic Brazil. I get it. I understand it. But at the same time, Dante Wilder has never been that high on my list, but he's always grown on me rather slowly. And, um, man, after yesterday's performance, this is a heavyweight division. Sports Center top 10 number one last night was Deontay Wilder's knockout. How the fuck was it not? So, uh, that's just my two cents on it. I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm a fan of the guy. I'm a big fan of the guy right now. And late, bloom, late bloomer that I talked about in 2014 is somewhat coming into fruition. And I have nothing but high praise and hope for the guy being an American fighter. That's, you know, that guy you. <laughs> I didn't know if he was Deontay Wilder last night or Shao Kahn from Mortal Kombat coming out and the way he came out yesterday. Love the showmanship. Love the showmanship and the shit he came out with. That shit was fly. The feathers for me was a little bit better, but yesterday was uh, just as just as well. But uh let's take it to the SoCal portion of this fight right here and talk to JP about this one because man, JP, uh I didn't get to get a call on it, but I thought that it would go at least six rounds. But to get him out of there in two minutes and three seconds highly impressive to say the least. What was your thoughts on this fight and the performance from Deontay Wilder yesterday, my man? Um, well, my pick was Wilder by robbery, basically saying that Wilder would win a fight that many thought he lost. That didn't happen. However, you know, that pick came with, you know, a bit of bit of tongue-in-cheek. You know, I didn't think truly – but I just had one of those hunches, and I went with it like, fuck it, what I got to lose here? If I'm right, it'll be even greater. I'll be talking major shit. It's understandable. Shit. Yeah. It's understandable when you think about the, uh, the fights he's had before. Yeah. Oh, well, stop it. You know, <laughs> worth me, you know, talking shit, being up here, being able to talk my shit. But it didn't happen. Um, you know, it looks like now the call Wednesday, D said, hey, man, you know, what about that Wilder from the Stavern fight? And I, and I clowned him like, nigga, you still waiting on that Wilder to show up? He's not showing up. That Deontay Wilder is not walking through that door. Well, 
in the first whatever two minutes we got of that fight, it seemed like that Deontay Wilder had walked through that door because we got, you know, Deontay not just telegraphing the right hand. We got him jabbing. We got an up and down jab to some degree. You got a slow jab, a fast jab, a strong jab. You had, you know, and a left hook, lead left hook. And, you know, I think even a body shot maybe, uppercut, you know, so. There was a body shot to, Yeah, and I was, so I was excited to see, you know, what we've been working on here came in a little heavier, maybe about 10 pounds heavier or so. But good point. I forgot about that. I think he was like at two twenty three yesterday, two twenty four, somewhere around there. Yeah, so yeah, that's two twenty something. Yeah, that's like twenty pounds. Not because remember he said oh, he came yeah. into the last fight at like two oh four. That's what he said. He's like, I came in the last fight at Fury fight. He said he couldn't stop losing weight. Yeah, and he came in in that fight at like two oh four. So if he came in at two twenty okay. something, that's damn near twenty yeah, pounds. Point, remember. <laughs> That's significant. I ain't gonna say what I was gonna That's say. That's a significant. Yeah, well, you know, now we, I don't, you know, look, we all know his brother got busted. Didn't know my yeah, was get busted it. for that shit. You know, fuck <laughs> yeah. it. We, we, we'll say it about somebody else. So why not say it about Robert? You know what I mean? Now, um, his get up, it was dope, man. I, I like the first one more. I like the first one more because the first one just reminded me of some fucking tribal, I don't know, uh, war battle garment or yeah. something. But this one was, a, yeah, this one's a little different, but I, I'm digging it. I, I think he should keep that shit up. But it had that Michael Jackson man, now, I, feel. Yeah, in the, in the grill, in the, in the crown. Yeah. And so, yeah, keep it up. I, I like where he kind of started his own thing here. Everybody doing rappers since Mayweather did rappers 20 years ago. And that's all these fucks can come up with. So, you know, I know, I think actually, who was that that had clowns and shit and juggling acts? And that one was pretty good. Yeah, dope. that was somebody, somebody had... just, yeah, somebody recently. Yeah, that one was oh, pretty Oh, Wilder dope. had the uh, uh, guys doing that contortion, didn't it? Did y'all see that? That was Wilder, right? Yeah, he wasn't did. That he did. Yes, it was. It was yesterday. He did have that those contortion motherfuckers in the beginning. There was two of them, I believe. Yeah, niggas oh, was looking like they had to. They had the mask on, so you couldn't tell which side is which. So that boy was sort of like dancing backwards, and then he did like a move where his whole body, it looked like his whole body twist, twisting around. That shit was crazy. I don't like them motherfuckers, man. Them, them <laughs> niggas fucked me up. They, they, they but, run um, me the wrong way myself. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I don't like them niggas. Um, but look, man, I, I have to come to a realization. You know, I said, oh, you know, Brazil, this big, thick-bodied Samoan motherfucker, you know, he he may be able to take Wilder's punch and just on sheer durability, you know, be, be able to be in a competitive close fight with Wilder. So here's the realization that I think most people already probably have. I was just really laid on. Now, that shot last night, if you really got to a good look at the slow-mo, Brazil deflects it with his hand some. So that thing is not fully telegraphed. It's like um, he has to he has to choke up on it some. You know, he's not like fully extended. Um, and Brazil hits his arm, and he was able to do that amount of damage to that boy off of a punch that's not fully extended and that is deflected to some degree. So my realization is this: that man's power is 
if he touch you, you're hurt. You know, period. It ain't like he got to get you good. You know, these dudes is going out flat on their back. That dude went like a uh, snow angel out that motherfucker. How furious was these niggas a snow angel in yep. You know what yep. I mean? And that's, <laughs> that, that's a lot, man. That is a lot. So I just have to truly take that the man's power is really like that. And we don't, I don't know who we've seen that is giving cats that snow angel with not even fully telegraphed. Now, I think the last punch he landed fully extended was that Spilka. And he left in a goddamn, some shit from his neck up, from his damn waist yep. up. They had, I, and we ain't seen him since. Uh, so I think we may have, maybe he's been back in the ring. Not sure. But the man's power is unreal. Unreal. It doesn't look like it's going to be there. The legs are skinny, yeah, chicken wings, all that. He ain't even 200-nothing pounds. I don't know what to say, but it's just lightning in that man's right hand. God-given, something you can't teach. Now, maybe this is why his technique isn't so, isn't so good or good at all for that fact. Because, you know, it's like a blind person. When people lack one thing, they are very high in another. So a blind person can smell and hear really good. But yep. this motherfucker, boy, man. So, but he did what he's supposed to do. I mean, if you want to raise your cachet, you want to raise your cachet, that's how you go fucking do it. And what I love about him, too, I, you know, I've been seeing a few clips here because he's gone viral. When he hits you, he knows. It's like a home run hitter. He flips the bat, baby, you know, because he hit these dudes and he yeah. didn't turn around. He flipping the bat on their ass. And, it's, I mean, he just know it, man. That boy, we seen two six six men, 250-plus snow angel in the ring. You know, Brazil people are out there saying, uh, he got up, he got up, man. That boy, he would have got his head knocked off his he shoulder. Was, yeah, it would have been bad. If they would have, yeah. <laughs> He would have, it wouldn't have been good. And I've seen a, a, a thing on a close-up also, dog. That fool's earlobe. It was like he got shot with a shotgun. The shock of that punch in, show, in slow motion, it, when you see that side angle, it's like Brazil's earlobe damn near just stretch out so far. It's, it's a lot of shock on that punch, man. But I'll, I'll, I'll just uh, wrap it up and say, you know, you want to raise your cachet? You want to gain leverage, you go out there and have performances where the people demand it. You know, it's different than beating the guy you're supposed to beat handily or soundly or winning a unanimous decision. I mean, you go and put out, you know, top-class competition. Brazil's a top-10 heavyweight, you know, contender. And you put them out emphatically yeah. like that, you uh, you definitely raise the, the – the mark and raise the attention of people in the sport. I heard Deontay was trending in the UK. I hear he was trending here. He was definitely trending here all last night. So that's how you yep. fucking do it. That's how you put that pressure on them suckers. Now they, they going to have to come to the table soon. And I told niggas once the Fury fight was over the first time, he don't want to feel that again. I don't give a fuck if you think you want or not. You got dropped twice. And I ain't never been in a fight where a nigga dropped me twice. I thought I won. So uh, <laughs> I'll just leave it at that. 
That's right. That's right. And uh, a good point. Hey, <laughs> a good point about that was was uh, um, Sugar Ray Leonard being on Undisputed uh, Friday when they were talking about the fight. What's going to take this fight to to, to make it happen. It's, it's got so much money written all over it, and he simply said more money, which is what Deontay Wilder is talking about. He won a hundred thousand or a hundred million dollar purse, and with the money it could generate, I mean, with the money they're doing over there, and the money it can make over here, yeah, you can let it build up because some fights are losing luster, man. Some fights are losing luster. We had uh, Jamel Charlo and Jared Hurd, both guys lost. We had Amir Khan and Kel Brook. We know how that went. And and there's just been fights where they had that luster and it was kind of marinating that went wrong. And this one right here, man, yeah, they, they need to get that shit going on. One, the, one of the headlines I put for the show was, what's next with three question marks? Because what's next? We don't have to speculate or or do anything about that water talking about both sides are still in negotiations, but this is something that needs to happen, man. This is something that needs to happen with Wilder and Joshua. They need to get this shit figured out because, like, I'm with you, JP, on Anthony and Anthony Ruiz and and good replacement, you know, after Big Baby Miller got his shit fucked up with the whatever protein was put in his shake, but uh, we don't want to see Joshua or Ruiz. It's good. It's it's cool to have. It's a, a four for four on the dollar menu type shit. But we know what we want to see, and we know what needs to happen. And Deontay Wilder definitely got his cachet up. So, um, man, hell of a performance. I did not expect that type of shit to happen in one round yesterday. And I'm always for somebody betting on themselves rather than taking the, you know the peripheral what's given, I'll take that. So people may not like it or whatnot. This is not UFC. Dana White does not say you guys got to do this right here now, this second, even though it would be kind of nice sometimes in boxing. But that was a hell of a performance by Deontay to get his cachet up for sure. And I was highly impressed yesterday. But let's go to Janelle. And, and, And Janelle, this one right here yesterday was in your neck of the woods. And the bronze bomber turned into the Bronx bomber. What did you think about that performance by Deontay Wilder yesterday, Janelle? Well, um, uh, kudos to him. I think his stock went up even more. I think he has a lot more leverage. I always thought he had leverage even in the Joshua fight, although Joshua doesn't feel like it. But I feel like his stock went up a lot more from the knockout. I mean, uh, I'm glad I didn't go to the fight because I was going to actually go to the fight and spend money and drive down there. And I would have drove down there for like two minutes of action, which I would have fucking disliked. I really want to get, like, a lot of – if I go to fight live, I would like to see at least 10 rounds of action. So I'm glad I didn't go. But, I mean, wow. I mean – and and not to mention, man, that was a crisp shot. That was no wild man, crazy man shot. Although he, although he, did, um, he did throw a lot of those uh, wild man shots. But that shot that knocked him out, I mean, that was actually a crisp shot. That was actually a technical, you know what I'm saying, sound punch. So, of course, you know, you know what I'm saying – I like to say it might be a late room or whatever, but uh, I mean, that was definitely a uh, a, a technical shot, uh, which is like by the book. Although, hey, man, if you get knocked out, it doesn't matter if it's by the book or not, as long as you get what you get, you know what I'm saying? That's why 
I just learned to appreciate Wilder that day, even if he gets those little wild man knockouts. Hey, just appreciate him. At least he's out there. One, at least two. he's exciting. It was the one, yeah, two down the fight. Exciting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think he kind of caught him off guard, though, because um, I mean, they broke up a bit, and, and he kind of caught him off guard, but it was still like, wow. But oh, Brazil had no head movement. I I should have known it came out. I think I predicted like a first round. I think I predicted, but I should have known sooner because Brazil doesn't show head movement. He has no lateral movement. He has no like sound defense. He's not like a Fury who can move with his legs as well. So I should have saw earlier knockout. But yes, kudos to Wilder again because again the guy was. What you mean earlier knockout? If you're talking about a first round knockout. No, I'm saying I should have predicted an earlier knockout rather than five, six rounds like I called. I should have known because oh, okay, he doesn't okay, move okay. his head. He doesn't have movement like a fury. So I should have known it would came uh, sooner than five rounds. You called nine rounds. rounds. No, no, you predicted nine rounds. I called six rounds. Man. I called six no, rounds. No, 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 you predicted rounds. It was a six. Predicted it was a six nine. upside down, Willa? Yeah, huh? you predicted nine. We were, we were on the show. You predicted nine. I predicted the same thing, nine. No, Simon said, uh, Simon said nine rounds, I think. No, no, Simon said like six rounds. through ten. He didn't put he didn't Check put anything archives, down. Man. He said six through ten. We yeah, I got a good memory. Check the archives. <laughs> there go archives. Check the archives. <laughs> archives and don't tamper with the people. <laughs> but nevertheless, I'm not sure to know that it came sooner because again, like I said, Brazil doesn't move his head. He's not like a fury who can move his feet as well. So so I don't know. We saw should have seen um it would have been earlier than uh. Uh, whatever rounds we called. But, hey, like I said, man, big opportunity to Wilder. Again, it's at a point now where I do look forward to his matches. And that wasn't always so with Wilder. I wasn't always looking forward to his fight. Uh, I wasn't always willing to go to his fight. You know what I mean? And, uh, so, so like I said, the guy actually did grow on me a bit. I'm not a bit, but he grew on me a lot. Because, hey, the guy gives you knockouts, man. He gives you knockouts. And, and, I mean, he gives you knockouts. He's entertaining. Even though he's wild at times, but he's still entertaining at times. Ball, ball all the time, and you know what his mentality is. He has that gladiator mentality. I'm looking not to go 12 rounds. I'm looking to put you in. I'm dangerous from the first belt to the last belt, as we saw in the Fury fight. So it's like, you know what I'm saying? So, hey, man, you got to enjoy the guy, man. I've got to enjoy him. I mean, I think, honestly, the only person right now that can actually beat him, I know at one time I was always saying Joshua would beat him, but right now I think the only guy that can actually beat him at heavyweight is Fury. But honestly, I truly believe that even Fury's will hesitate on taking a rematch. Because let's not forget, he caught a concussion that last fight. I mean, he got rocked. You know what I'm saying? So let's not forget that. So I think even he's a little weary about getting in the ring with him again. As far as, you know what I'm saying? I just think that, you know what I'm saying, he's not in a rush to get in the ring. This is why he's he's more interested in the Joshua fight. Not that just that Joshua brings more money. And it's also two uh, hometown guys fighting over in the U.K. or whatever. Because uh, Wilder brings money as well. There's, as far as rematch, but I think he's just a little worried about Wilder, honestly. I mean, I don't think he ever got hit that hard in his life. And like I said, from the talks going around that the guy caught some concussions after that fight, I don't think he's in a rush to fight Wilder anytime soon. In point one of a mile, turn right. I'm call me crazy if you may, but I just don't think he's in a rush. Yeah, that's obvious, man. He didn't he didn't went and got as far as away from Wilder as possible. This motherfucker got a yeah, completely yeah, yeah. different promotion. Everything they could have had that fight signed, sealed, delivered right after it happened while everybody was still in Los Angeles. They did yeah, not. Exactly. Fury, 
Fury went out and did a victory lap. Wilder was like, yeah, you ready to get this deal done? That nigga is not fucking with Wilder. I mean, I think he can beat him on points, but the fact that he will get hit again. He will get hit, and he felt that power. I don't think he wants to feel that shit again. And it's not like Joshua. We know where Joshua's shots are coming from. I mean, with Wilder, I mean, you don't know where his shots will be coming from. That's what makes him so dangerous. You know what I mean? No, it makes sense. It makes sense. But, I mean, for me, Anthony Joshua wants nothing to do with this man sitting on a coffee stand with my legs crossed changed my mind. You know what I mean? Uh, man, what he did yesterday, overly impressive, overachieved, did more so, added extracurricular to the to the uh, addition of extra credit when it comes to homework. And, man, that was just impressive as fuck yesterday. Uh, I don't know where where they go from here. I'm glad to hear that they're in negotiations still, but this is a this is one of those solidifying type of a knockout by Deontay Wilder. Will like get me what I need instead of get me what you're trying to feed? And what they were trying to feed yesterday was a guy who is top ten, as Willa mentioned, but. Top 10 is not doing no justification for a guy like Deontay Wilder who is feeding for top three. And I'm one of the biggest Luis Ortiz fans. Uh, I got folks out there in in South Florida who are uh, uh, friends of the show and and, and cool with me who are in Luis Ortiz camp. And they don't like the things I say sometimes when I praise Deontay Wilder and kind of overshadow what Luis Ortiz has done and, and I always talked about he is a dark horse but Luis Ortiz had no business in that ring yesterday I get it but no you're an afterthought you're an afterthought no one wants to it'd be a nice rematch you know I'd rather see a rematch with Wilder Ortiz if we can't get Joshua rather than some shit like Joshua's doing with Ruiz or or, you know, whoever that could throw in there with them, especially a Dillian White. Like, Dillian White's running his mouth on Twitter, like, shut the fuck up. Like, Dillian White, you would get sparked out probably quicker than what we've seen yesterday. And that's no disrespect to him, but you just ain't cream of the crop. You know what I mean? Um, well, uh, I don't I don't know what's next for Wilder, man. I really don't, bro. I really don't know what's next for Wilder because it's, it's, it's pretty much – it's – what it is and what we're going to see coming forward is hopefully what we all want to see but what do you think is next for Deontay Wilder if he can't get Anthony Joshua Uh, who knows man this is everything's up in the air when it comes to to um, you know this heavyweight situation we got going on I don't know who's what other heavyweights are in the PBC but I don't think Anthony Joshua, especially now, you know, Anthony Joshua, is he going to, you know, Wilder's coming in here at the highest he's ever been. Is Anthony Joshua going to say 50-50? You know, is he going to take a a reasonable deal? I, I don't I don't think so. Is Fury in any rush? He, Fury's talking about Fury just got demanded to fight White, right? So, about the WBC to fight Wilder. So, you know, that's a fight that Fury's going to have to maybe take before the Wilder fight. So who knows what Wilder does, man. Um, you know, what I hope he does is goes to someone that can teach him 
you know, how to speak because this guy talks a lot. Um, you know, we think RC talks a lot. This guy Wilder talks a lot. And this, I, I watched this, his interview with, um, <laughs> what's the guy's name? Um, like downtown, not downtown, Radio Raheem, right? Radio Raheem. Your boy. Wilder. It was, yeah, it was about a, it was about a, I think an hour and 45 minutes. It was something crazy. Wilder talked 90% of the time and he keeps going. We saw that in the, at the end of the end, at the end of the fight, you know, he just kept on talking. Like, what the fuck are you talking about, dog? He's saying the same thing over and over again. And it just sounds crazy. You know, he said he wanted to be a journeyman. He came in the fight. He just yeah. wanted to make money and be a journeyman. Is that real? I thought it was journeyman. I don't know what the hell he was talking about. Then it's just, I just need him to just go. I just, I just need somebody to sit. I just need somebody to sit Damn. down and just talk and just because he's still my top three guy, but he just talks so much that he needs just the stuff that he says sometimes makes no sense at all. And he just keeps on talking. So, you know, any of these heavyweights, he's knocking <laughs> out. Now I need him to knock out the English language for me. That's all I need. Yeah, man, look, but let, what me, I, let me... Go ahead, JP. My bad, RC. I don't mean to step on you. But look, no, man, ahead, not only is, is Willa have some kind of odd pet peeve about <laughs> black southern gentlemen and their speech, uh-huh. I find it to be cooning and even worse, just mean. Men, a person's ability to speak or speech impediments, that's mean to tease at. You know what I mean? That's pretty mean. He don't have no impediment. He's not stuttering. He doesn't have any kind of impediment. He's he's talking too much and not talking about anything. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? He's saying the words. Well, he don't say it's going to be dramatical. No, saying something is going to be dramatical. (laughs) You know, it's going to be a dramatical knockout. Like, what is he talking Uh, about? It's like, what is this guy talking about? Dramatic man. Yeah, look, because he just wants now, to add, like he's trying to add too much. Everything he says, he like he wants to add a little bit too much to it. So, so instead of dramatic, it's dramatical. And it's a journey, it's journey-ish. You know, he wants to, it's, it's crazy. I don't understand him, man, but hey, you know he's still. Worse? Cam Newton is worse? way worse. Look, Cam Newton, look up Cam Newtonism. Now, search yeah, that Cam, up. Cam, yeah, no, Cam, Cam, Cam. Right, but Cam don't talk as long. That's the thing. Yeah. You don't have to. If he wasn't, if he was talking like this, and he he wasn't speaking for like an hour and twenty minutes, like the Radio Raheem thing, he spoke for ninety percent of the time. He just kept on going, and well, he would be well, talking well. about something, <laughs> then he would say something that makes no sense. But then you got Radio Raheem who's speaking correct English, and you just look at these brothers, and you're like, all right, you got Radio Raheem who might be speaking too proper, but I take that over to Deontay Wilder, who's over here saying. Saying uh, who knows what, so he wants to be a journeyman, and he said it twice. He's like, yeah, yeah, I want to be a journeyman. <laughs> like what? Like this is a journeyman. But maybe journeyman is right. Maybe we tripping, and that's like the that's like the original thing. You know, you I know, doubt it. you know what though, Willa? I'd rather have a guy like if I'm from Al Heyman's perspective, who's promoting Wilder and things like that. I'd rather have a guy that I would have to pull back instead of push forward. Like with with Joshua and and uh, Big Baby when they had the press conference, I felt like Eddie Hearn was pushing Joshua forward to talk that shit. And Wilder, 
I feel like he's naturally talking that shit, and you you probably have to pull the wheels back a little bit. But I'd rather have a guy you pull back instead of push forward, you know? No, yeah, that's cool. He just doesn't need to – either he needs to get a hold of the language or he needs to stop talking as much. Not not stop being <laughs> himself, not stop knocking everybody out, not start doing the things that he does. He just needs to shorten it a little bit, just shorten it down to – Five or six sentences. Give us the the the, uh, the main idea. We don't need the descriptions. Just give us the main idea and get out of there. Or, you know, do a little practice. And I think he could do it. He's not dumb. Yeah. 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 On uh, on uh, Instagram, uh, House of Highlights, which is one of the more popular um, highlight reels of all sports that comes on. They had Deontay Wilder's. Um, when he was talking about catching a body and, and this and that, and uh, the comment section is kind of uh, ridiculous as far as what we does anyway. <laughs> the uh, just some of the the grammar that people talk about, and I would never want to fight someone who talks the way that he says. And another comment saying what question mark like things that you know, Deontay Wilder he definitely does talk a lot, but he has that southern feel where you know what he's talking about, but. I get I get what you're talking about, Willie. <laughs> he 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 definitely doesn't shy away from getting his point put across, and however he puts it as, uh, it's it's almost reminiscent of Shannon Sharpie, and uh, we all know how Willie feels about Shannon Sharp, right, JP? <laughs> Shannon Sharpie, yeah, uh, yeah. He coons for cash, let, let but no, nah, it's not that bad. My bad, Willie. Shannon, go ahead. No, no, go ahead, man. Wow. But it's obvious what they're going to do with Wilder. Who they keep parading around yesterday? Luis Ortiz, pay-per-view. That's that's the next fight. You know, we can still say, oh, Wilder almost lost in the seventh. You know, Luis has had already a comeback fight. You know, they kind of um, had him the main event. So, yeah, that's going to be what's next for them. It's clear that Wilder – and Joshua aren't going to be matched, man, until 2020. And that's unfortunate, dude, but they, you know, it's too much money to be made in, in between. And actually, while they're going out having these type of performances, make that even less likely to happen. Because when you're going out starching dudes, giving them that, I, I just coined the phrase, giving them that snow angel where their hands and legs are spread completely. I like it. Like I like that. it. I like it, too. Um well, that you got to under Joshua, that could happen to him. And if that happens, Wilder gives that boy that snow angel. This whole train's derailed. It's all over. Everything's gone. So, man, they got to milk this cow before they, you know, you know, they got to milk the cow, man. It's just that simple. And they're not going to let, you know, 40 and 50 and 60 and $80 million just be out there before someone has the potential to give you that snow angel. That's all it is. Yeah, that's it, man. That's it, bro. Um, man, <laughs> no, I'm with you. Janelle, <clears throat> what do you think is next for Deontay Wilder? Because JP has a great point. Uh, Luis Ortiz was there for a reason, you know, even though he kind of got brushed off for a little bit. But, uh, you know, uh, it's kind of up in well, the air what's next for Deontay Wilder. You tell me. Well, like I said, like, like – I don't think he's going to land the Fury-Joshua fight anytime soon. I think those guys want to fight each other before anything, and and, and that's going to take some time also. Uh, 
I think most likely that's who they're going to build up because right now, I mean, they want to uh, build up a fight where someone that gave Wilder problems or will give him problems definitely. And we all know that actually Ortiz did give him problems. And so, and so, and so I won't be surprised if a fight with Ortiz is, is, is in the works of getting built up. Um, I, I really won't be surprised. I don't think Ortiz can win because even in the first fight, I called for him to, to give a little bit of problems. But at his age, um, he can't keep up a sustained attack from a Wilder. Um, eventually he will gas and fade. And that's exactly what will happen in this. Or maybe even sooner. I think he sources them even easier, honestly. I don't think Ortiz will even compete with him in the, in a rematch. But on the same note, I mean, uh, uh, hey, there's money to be made. It's money to be made. And, of course, Wilder's not going to sit around waiting for guys to fight him as far as uh, Fury and Joshua. So, And is Ortiz really up to it? I think so because, again, he's looking for money right now. He's looking to get paid. And I think he really believes that he can outbox him for 12 rounds. I truly believe that he feels that. You know what I mean? And and that's why I see that fight being made. You know what I mean? But I think he loses even easier. I think he loses. I think he gets stored. He gets stretched out uh, even without giving Wilder problems at all in the rematch, honestly. That's just me. Yeah. I think no, the only guy that, that can give Wilder problems, actually, honestly, is Fury. Who? I mean, if Joshua fights him. Oh. Yeah. It's Fury. That's the only guy I think that can actually beat Wilder. It's Fury, but I don't think Fury's yeah. in a hurry to fight him because, again, he got some. I mean, he suffered some damn concussions in that fight. But yeah, I mean, if if Joshua would take a page out of Lennox Lewis and Klitschko's book, I'd give him a chance at beating Wilder. As far as Emmanuel Stewart was known for doing with his big fighters, on having guys lean on their opponents, and if he leans on them and put that extra weight on them, on them skinny legs of his, and lean on them <laughs> or later in the fight, I mean. I mean, um, it's dirty. Uh, nobody wants to see it, but it is very, very, very effective. And Lance Lewis mastered that shit. And I mean, if Joshua does that, I give him a chance at beating Wilder. But again, that's an if because you still got a weapon. I mean, a oh, Wilder's coming out swinging, and it's kind of hard defending those shots. <laughs> you know what I mean? But, yeah. I mean, yeah. If he, a, if he take a page out of Lance Lewis' book, I think he can actually do it. But but but, but it's gonna be a boring fight, and nobody wants to see a boring fight. But he's got to lean on him. He's got to put that fucking weight on him. And he's got to put that weight on him and fucking lean on him like a fucking... I mean, just lean on him. I mean, lean on him for fucking rounds and rounds and let those legs give in. Because that's what happens. That's what happens. So that's you're exactly what happens. Huh? So you say you're trying to bully Deontay Water. Put that, put that weight I on mean, him. I mean, it's not really bullying... It's more like dirty fighting, you know what I'm saying? As far as lean on your opponent and, and take away his legs for the later rounds, I mean, that's the way to Sean, be wild. Very, your very, legs very Sean, Sean Porter-esque, right? <laughs> I don't think Sean Porter actually does that. I can't recall him actually on lean on on guys. I don't see him doing that. Uh, Sean Porter is just like, it's it, 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 like mm, Ruffhouse's dirty fight, which is dirty tactics. That's why headbutts and shit, you know what I mean? And forms and shit, but... I mean, yeah, it's kind we of all dirty. Know he lost. We, we, we all know he lost to Danny Garcia. We we all know that. But uh, uh, now nah, I don't believe that. Yeah, no. Now your boy lost. Your boy lost, man. I'm glad we could both agree you on take that. It, you know. <laughs> now nah, taking hey. his blood, he lost, man. Hey, hey, hey. I'm glad we agree. He both won. But hey, look, man. Let's switch in, let's switch the subjects real quick because uh, that was a uh, we had a small sample size, which we have another small sample size. 
of what was put on the zone yesterday. I was hyped to watch this for some odd reason, being early in the day. I would have watched it later on, but I was hyped to check it out. For one, Emmanuel Rodriguez, Puerto Rican, you know, I was uh, pulling for. But, uh, it, you know, yesterday, man, now y'all ain't know yet. Man, called the monster. This little guy. <laughs> dangerous power for the weight class. Very dangerous power for the weight class. Um, watching this fight early as it was, the first fight, or, or the first round, I'm sorry. <coughs> Excuse me. Rodriguez had him a little bit on the back foot. And then going into that second round, it was just cuffs off, no restraints. And Naya Anoye put it, I mean, knocked him down for the first time in his career, then knocked him down a second time for the first time in his career, and knocked him down for the third time in his career where they said, no, no more. You're out. It's over. A beautiful spectacle that they do for the World Boxing Series. Um, I believe these guys weighed at 118 pounds yesterday. Small guys. But Anoye, as they call it, a monster over in Japan, had a great traveling and man, looked like a real life fucking monster. <laughs> uh, uh, an impressive knockout. Uh, another early second round knockout. Uh, we were in the group message talking about it yesterday, and I mean, highly impressed. There's no what's next because of the tournament style that it is, and we got Nonito Donare, or I don't know if we get Donare or Donaire. In this fight would annoy you, but well, this uh, this Japanese guy highly impressive. Yesterday, I don't know if he could get the job done the way everybody talked about, but after it happened, absolute silence for me. Hell of a performance by him yesterday, and see a little guy pack that kind of punch. Nothing to take away from, and and just over praising what he put out in the performance yesterday in the WBSS boxing series that's going on. And he's moving on to the finale. This face no Nito Donari. How do you feel about what you seen yesterday from the man they called a monster in Japan? Well, you know, I was looking forward to watching these fights, uh, but I had something going on, so I couldn't catch them live. So I hit you, you were saying something about the fight, then it was over. So I checked it out. On the replay, you know, they come on like 10 minutes after the fight is live. It's it's already on YouTube if you catch it early mm-hmm. before they, you know, cut it out. So I watched the fight, man. I see this guy giving this guy the hook, drops him early, hits him in the body, starts beating the body. Hey, this guy, hey, he, he didn't have the most impressive knockout of the weekend, but that was pretty he, – he put on the show. You know, Nito Donari, I this might be an RIP. I don't, did he knock out the last guy he fought? I think Donari might have knocked the last guy out a little because he's bigger than these guys, I believe. But he's he was getting caught. Donari's going to get caught and he's going to go to sleep. This guy's hook, I, I saw a little bit of his highlights. He's hitting boys with that left hook and dropping them. Dropping them. And, he, and they're very, very small dudes. There's a reason why he's in some people's 
pound for pound list. They say he's the pound for pound hardest hitter in the game, but I still think that goes to Deontay Wilder because he's sleeping, boys, and he only weighs 225. So, I mean, I don't know how that works, but they're trying to, you know, they're trying to say he's pound for pound the hardest puncher in the game. I'm not going to give that to him, but he's close. He's up there, and he's dropping bombs. So, I'm going to give – we gave Wilder with an A-plus-plus. Plus. I'm going to give Inui. I think that's how you say, say his name. I'm not 100% sure, but I'm going to give him an A-plus. He did what you're supposed to do, especially on the, um, you know, on the – It wasn't It wasn't a showcase, though, Will. It wasn't a showcase. This was, toughest, this was toughest opposition he's ever seen. It wasn't a showcase. Like, he did what he's supposed to do. It was a questionable fight. Like, this, you know, it could be a stylistic. No, I think – Difficult match. Well, we we had it as uh, KOs. I think. I mean, I knew. I thought we knew that these guys that he was yeah. going to sleep, even though he was the champion. But you know, this guy. We if he was if he was who he was, and that's who he is. That we saw. You know, that's what he was supposed to do. And that you know, so I'm giving him an A plus. It wasn't like, you know, yeah. I think he did what he was supposed to do, and he did it a little quicker than I thought he was going to do it. Therefore, he got the plus. So. He did a good job, man. I'm looking forward yeah. to seeing these, this little dude fight Donare. Um, we got Donare, and then we yeah, we also got the Progress Taylor. Those should be good finals, man, for uh, yeah for the World Series. Who started off sort of like who are these guys? You know. Let's go, Taylor. I'm with that. I'm with that. <laughs> hey, JP, we'll take it to you next, man. This performance by. No, yeah, I know you had a great traveling, and the Japanese folks that were out there were highly entertained, clapping their hands, ready to, you know, give pedicures after and all that good stuff. But, uh, <laughs> hey, no, bullshit aside, caliber performance yesterday by Noya because it took out my brethren of the Puerto Rican heritage, but there was no heartfelt feelings whatsoever. That was a, a hell of a performance, and honestly, my takeaway from that was poor Donari. I feel bad for him coming up because I think there's going to be something bad in the cooking for him at this point in time. But your thoughts from this fight yesterday because his own had it popping. Well, I'll be honest, RC. I didn't see the fight, but I do want to say something. I can't help but to feel. Now, this kid is just hitting my radar. I understand that he beat a high-level opponent, and um, he's the real deal. But they also told mm-hmm. me Zushiming, Zushiming was the real deal. They oh, said Chocolatito was pound for pound, you know. And so, they, you know, Sarungbasai was pound for pound. And all these dudes are just pound for pound really quickly that barely get on our radar. You know, I want to give it some time here Uh-oh. because I, I don't know this guy. Looks like the real deal. I, I see the power on the left hook to the body on YouTube and all that. But let's give him some time, man. Let's let him win like five fights in front of us before we start talking about pound for pound again. Because we, I feel like we've been down this road before. So let's just give it some time. Pump the brakes is what I'm saying for now. Okay, yeah, no, I'm with you, I'm with you on that. I don't like riding the hype train like a lot of people do. It's just, you know, this little guy has a really powerful left hook that uh, you just seen the danger <laughs> happen when when this fight is, uh, it took in place. 
but we'll take it to Janelle as we got a lot of other topics to get to. Janelle, were you able to check the fights on the zone yesterday? Because this little guy, uh, uh, Anoye, who uh, I was hearing a lot about, you see him on the, I think, number five pound-for-pound list, mythological from most, but on the top five pound-for-pound list with this, this guy who comes in at 118 pounds. Oh, well, no, Janelle. He must be getting figure four leg lock right now. So, excuse me for that one. So, we'll take it to the next one, man. Um, the uh, fights that happened yesterday trickled down the, the way from uh, uh, what a lot of people were talking about on the zone. I had Conspiracy Brothers, Seattle Sam, talk about, uh, uh, what was it, the uh, Julian Williams trainer who was talking about Josh Taylor. He said, quote-unquote, I'm a huge Josh Taylor guy. He's a boxer puncher, but he's also a rough technician who seems to be willing to go to the dark place in order to win. I'm very high on Taylor. He doesn't seem to care who wins the fight or who he fights, I'm sorry. Uh, so he may take a loss or two, but trust me, the kid is the goods. I know it when I see it. I'd like him to win his weekend in a great, great fight. A fight of the year candidate, quote-unquote. Yesterday, when I watched the Josh Taylor fight after the fight that had just previously happened with Anoya and Rodriguez, um, I'm looking at the guy who's going to be facing Regis Progress next. I see some things that I like, see some things that I don't, like his grounds creeper Willie, grounds creeper, grounds keeper Willie from the Simpsons, kilt looking trunk. That would infuriate me. But I see a lot of things that I like of him in the ring, and I honestly thought he had a very little to no shot against a guy like Regis Progress. But um, no hate to Progress, good fighter. But I'm starting to slide over to the Josh Taylor side when it comes to the final or the final when it comes down to it. So, I mean, it's going to be fun. They had a little bit of respect. As we all know, Progress talks that shit. But, um, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Josh Taylor... Wash, old boy. I'm not even going to pronunciate his name because he doesn't deserve it, getting his ass whipped the way he did and being much butcher-type material that it may be. Can't do it. But, Willa, we got moving forward. Josh Taylor uh, from Scotland forever and uh, having the U.K. backing on his side going against Regis Regis Progress coming up next. Uh... Fireworks coming at 140, man. How you feeling about this upcoming fight in the World Boxing Super Series? Man, I think it's going to be a good fight. Um, like I mentioned before, I was looking forward to see this guy, Josh Taylor, fight, see what all the hype was about. And he looks pretty good. He looks real smooth. Looks like he can he can box. He's got power. He dropped Toe Boy, but he didn't sleep him. Um so I think this is going to be a good fight against Progress. We'll see exactly what these guys Drop, yeah. got. Dropped him, dropped him twice, right? I think he dropped him twice. Yeah, I think, yeah dropped him twice, right. And uh, hit him with a good smooth left hook, I believe, and then uh, dropped him again. So he looked good. He looks like he's got it. We're going to see both of these guys, him and Progress. We don't know. These guys are both highly rated at their, at their their um, in their division. They're supposed to be the top two guys. So not too many times do we get to see the top two guys fight it out. But we'll see how that goes. I think that's going to – I still got progress for sure, for sure, of course, because he's from, you know, the mm. South Coast, the Dirty Third is what we call it. And also, he's American. 
And, you know, so I'm going to ride with that guy. But I think it's going to be a good fight. We'll see. Whoever wins this one is really – it's going to be a really – it is a really good fighter. So we'll see what's up. I'm looking forward to it. Josh Taylor does look pretty good to me. You know, my first time really just checking him out against some guy that I've never heard of. <laughs> yeah. Never heard of the guy for sure. Same here, man. But it was the best of the best type of uh, spectacle that they had at the World Boxing Super Series, and that's why I had a really good liking to it. I liked the whole way that they did the whole thing and all that good stuff. But I always heard a lot about Josh Taylor. Uh, I had uh, friends tell me about him, and, and people as we talked to talking about him. Uh, but he he looked good in there. He looked good. Uh, not being able to finish opponent really kind of made up for the crowd who paid for attendance and got that second round knockout from Manoya and and uh uh giving their money's worth by staying for a twelve round uh affair after that. So I'm not mad at that. Uh JP, I don't know if you're able to catch the fight because you, you said you didn't see the first one that had happened. Uh but uh any thoughts on the Josh Taylor matchup coming up with Regis Progress, my man. Oh man, I'm excited for that fight. That's gonna be a rock'em sock'em. And we're gonna see if if Rugeru is really that guy, because Taylor's going to bring it. So I'm excited for it. I think that has the potential to be a fight of the year. Yeah, it really does. It really does, man. And, and uh, coming from the high praise from the trainer of Julian Williams, who was talking about him, man, uh, impressive written all over it. And with progress, you got to show that shit that you be talking. Cause, uh, you know, the, the, the finals that it comes down to, that shit's going to be uh, a hell of a fight, and I can't wait for it, man. I really can't. Um, <clears throat> now, uh, uh, we had Billy Joe Saunders picking up a unanimous decision against a guy nobody's worried about. Uh, but one thing I forgot to list when we were talking about was Gary Russell Jr.'s uh, W. He picked up. Uh Gary Russell Jr. was talking a lot of shit that pissed off Javante uh, Davis on Twitter. Uh, for Javante's perspective, was on Twitter. Gary Russell's was uh, uh, interview uh, on video footage and things like that. Now, Will, I did not get to check out the Gary Russell Jr. fight yesterday, which he told me that I needed a list on there. And I forgot about that little guy. But uh, uh, what had happened with Gary Russell Jr.? Because he seems like he's right there in the mix from getting somebody in the top three in the ring with him in the foreseeable future. Oh, man. Gary Russell Jr. did what he was supposed to do. Easy work, Kiko Martinez. That was some kind of showcase fight, and that's what he did. Showcase, I think it was the fifth. TKO'd him, got him out of there. And that's Gary Russell Jr. He's on the TKO street. Um, if I, If my memory serves me well, last week I went through what he's been doing, and he's been TKO and maybe – Maybe out the last five guys, he TKO four of them. So, um, Gary Russell's trying to make his name out here. I'm not sure if, as a black man, I can fully accept him, but he's getting close. He's getting close to me fully backing Gary Russell Jr. Why? You know, what, what, what do you got against him? Well, the, I mean, of course, it's the way he went out to Lomachenko. You know, he let me down. He didn't fight. He uh, was a long know, time ago. He just went out like that. <laughs> that's okay. He had his chance, and he, you know, and that's what he chose to do with his chance. So, I, but he's making his way out of there. Like most people, you got, you know, you can dig your, you can dig your way out with when it comes to me. I, I don't hold grudges like that. So, 
he's making his way. He's showing that he's the real deal. He's still small. Um, we need to see him fight more than once a year. But that's uh, they say people don't want to fight him. So we'll see what's up. Hopefully he can get to Lomachenko one of these days. But Gary Russell Jr., he got he put, he put on the A performance with the fifth round stoppage. A lot of A's, and that's what's up. Yeah, it was laundry week last week. This week is uh, uh, first class, I guess, when we're getting all these A's out. Uh, um, JP, did, were you able to check out that fight? Because me, I missed it myself, and I forgot to put him in the list of what's going on this week for the show. But he's uh, talking a lot of shit as far as what he's trying to get going on for the foreseeable future with a guy like Javante Davis. Uh, what's your thoughts on, uh, on uh, what Gary Russell Jr. is doing? Because Willa, he's still holding on to that bad taste in his mouth of what happened with Lomachenko. Not me. Uh, well, for me, Gary Russell never represented the black race. He, you know, you got there's some criteria. There's some requisites. You gotta have to have that represent. It can't just be because you're black. Um, you know, we got to nominate you. You know, we gotta want you. I don't think many of us wanted Gary Russell. Uh, Gary Russell has fell fallen into that tier of a yapper. That's what Adrian Broner is. Them dudes are just like ah ah ah, and making all that sounds with their mouth when they punching. They usually not punching hard, and they usually don't win. And when Gary Russell can't be the, the, you know, when you put too much pressure on him, he just can't last that long. That's what I've seen from him. Because even in the fights he wins, he got to dig a little bit. Last night he won pretty impressively, but it wasn't like easy, easy work. He cut that boy up pretty good. But Kiko Martino, Kiko Martinez has been long past his, you know, his expiration date. So, Gary going around talking about he won't Gravante. Uh, he been hanging around 126 trying to get the Santa Cruz fight all these years. And he mm-hmm. want to fight. Oh, and, and he going to steal Loma definitely. I'm like, Gary, dude, you don't really want that smoke. Why'd you come out here and play this role like this? And it seems almost like he's serious. It seems almost believable. But his actions speak way louder than his words. Gary's fighting once a year and has been for the past three to four years, and nobody gives a damn no more. You know, and when you do fight, it ain't like you that that spectacular. You got to be in your early to mid-30s. You better come on and be about something more than a bunch of talking when we see you once a year for about a month. And, you know, that's why I'm, I'm kind of frustrated with Gary Russell, but I don't have – I'm not that high on him regardless, so – Whatever with Gary Russell. Yep. No, I'm with you. He, he's got a lot of yapping going on right now. And uh, uh, I, as, as much as I, I'm impressed with the guy, uh, there's a lot that comes back into fruition as far as how Willa feels with the, what happened against Lomachenko when he looked like a, a, a bum. You know, I mean, he really did just point blank, period. Uh, I, don't I mean, know he's four out of five more. KOs. I don't know what 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 more JP wants from him. Mm-hmm. More fight JP. period. What do you do? I said he's four out of five. The last four five people he fought, four of them got TKO, and he and he unanimous decisions. Jojo Diaz. He's been fighting. He's been doing his thing. 
Yeah, that's that's decent, but I don't know if it's anybody we worry about like that. JoJo D is a decent win though. I'll say that. Yeah, yeah, we'll get that. We'll get that. I'm with that for JoJo D. That's a decent win. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I like I like the guy. I like Gary Russell, but now that I think about it a little bit more, it does leave that disdain taste in my mouth of what happened against Vasil Lomachenko when he looked like a guy who was, like, less than what nobody's worried about, you know? Um, yeah. Pretty bad. Pretty bad. Uh, <clears throat> yeah, I don't know. Willis, without doing his words, swaying me over to how I feel about that one. It is what it is. But, um, man, Willa, <laughs> I brushed over the Billy Joe Saunders fight real quick. Vaguely, because it was a guy that nobody was really worried about. But just to bring it up, you said that the guy that, in my words, nobody's worried about, almost let Billy Joe Saunders yesterday. Do you want to touch on that real quick? Yeah, I watched. I probably watched four rounds of the fight. Um, I turned it on to maybe I think it was the fourth or fifth round. Billy Joe Saunders was, you know dancing, you know, he's doing his thing, his routine, beating up this guy. And then all of a sudden he got hit with a right, bow. Got hit with a right again, bow. And fell into the ropes. And then he just ran around the rest of the round. That's how bad this guy was. So the guy would, when he got him in the corner, he would just swing for his for his head and Billy Joe Saunders just danced around. So then he started uh, I'm pretty sure it, it ended with the unanimous decision. He was working the guy, but he almost went to sleep. Billy Joe Saunders, you know, he's he's a champ again. So he's a two-time, two-division champ. Um, you know how I feel about him. I call him Billy Ho. Um, I don't know why. Yeah. Yeah, just because he's a cheater and probably a racist. But uh, we don't know if he's a racist, but we do know he's a cheater. And we know Kevin since he had been cheating, like he's that. almost getting slept. He's getting slept by guys we've never, almost getting slept by guys we've never heard of getting rocked, rocked, rocked. But you know he did his thing. Yeah. Why do you have a problem with a guy who's a cheater like Billy Joe Saunders, but your favorite fighter is a known cheater on two failed drug tests, being Canelo Clambuteral Alvarez? Well, I mean, everybody knows. As a Houston Texan, uh, as a, a, a guy who lives in the same city as the Houston Texans, I know that the Texans went out to Mexico. Ten of them came back, <laughs> tested positive from clambuterol. And they were like, hey, man, it would had to, to be the meat. We all didn't just take clambuterol. <laughs> and they were like, all right. So if Canelo tells me that, I'm going to say, all right, Canelo. From what I hear, Billy Joe was taking, he was taking something that was like, you know, only reason you take that is to, to mask the top the top of the line, we, you know. No, no, no. We so. talked about this. We talked about this, man. That's a, a, nasal, a nasal type of a, you know, well, I mean, uh, currently I haven't taken any of that because I could breathe clearly now, but, you know. To to get both uh you know both nostrils to get air fluidity through uh I, what's legal about that? 
nothing's legal about it. Hey, nothing's legal about it. That's why he went out. But your man, Canelo, who lost the neck for a year and a half, yeah, it was tacos. I need to find some of those tacos, man, because I'm not playing. I'm really going to Mexico. No, I don't want to go to Mexico. They're everywhere. I don't want to. Well, then you're not going to find them. (laughs) I don't want to go to Mexico, but I do want to cut down to 160 because as soon as I do, I'm currently at 175 right now. Well, if I could cut down to 160, bet you you and JP will see me on Twitter hitting up Oscar De La Hoya. I don't follow him, but you'll see me tagging him and trying to get in a sparring session with Canelo Alvarez because I want that smoke. Call me. <laughs> Call me. <laughs> as soon as I cut down to 160, call me Mr. Chimney because I want that smoke. I want all that smoke. (laughs) (laughs) I can't stand you sometimes. (laughs) I can't stand you. Hey, but you know what? Is there anything we're missing, Willa? Because I don't know about you guys, but on this Sunday, I'm looking forward to Money in the Bank on WWE pay-per-view where I can see my girl, Alexa Bliss, Live and in full effect, a.k.a. Blissy. And, um, <clears throat> yeah, Willow likes to throw a lot of shade of women that I'll be tagging on. But uh, this one right here, cakes on cakes on cakes on cakes on cakes. Right, Willow? No, she might have some fluffy, like, pancakes. That's about it. They're not hard pancakes. They got a little well, fluff to them, but still pancakes. <laughs> I'd rather watch The Bachelorette Every time Oh wait I'm I already be watching know the Game of Thrones Yeah yep. I already know season finale I see a lot of people talking the shit about Game of Thrones And I already know Will is going to be on that one So there's a whole lot going on today um, If we could give some basketball predictions Real quick because we do have Toronto down uh, 2 which I didn't expect, but, uh, you know, uh, I expect showing up Kawhi Leonard to get that W today. So that's my pick. I got, I got, I got Toronto picking up the W today. And, um, yeah, I, 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 man, I'm not sold on Giannis. I'm not sold on Giannis. I don't know how you guys feel about Giannis, but he ain't a superstar to me. You got to develop a jump shot to be a superstar. Am I crazy for that, Willow? Or what's your thoughts on Giannis in the game coming up with Toronto and Milwaukee? Uh, I'm not really, you know, I'm not really into fucking uh, basketball at this moment. You know, it is what it is. Giannis, they try to compare him to Akeem Olajuwon. He's no Akeem Olajuwon. That's about it. JP, well, well, I'm surprised you're not surprisingly, so... (laughs) You know, I realize about my Houston friends is that Elijah Wan is like Jordan of the South, basically. These niggas love some of Elijah Wan. But, um, yeah, man, I I had this. I said, it's not a gentleman sweep, an absolute sweep. You are totally wrong on Giannis. Nobody can handle that seven-foot animal 
probably the most athletic thing in the league, something league's never seen, rebounding that ball, pushing it down the court, down your throat. You don't know whether to step in front of it. You might get yammed on. He's playing the most dominant force in the NBA right now. Um, if Golden State don't get Kevin Durant back and um, – because that thing looked like an Achilles to me. So if they don't get him back, Milwaukee going to win the NBA title. And I mean, that's, 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 that's what it is right now. The Milwaukee Bucks will win the NBA title because Golden State not going to be able to stop them. So that's what I got. I got in tonight, first game in Toronto, I'm still taking Milwaukee. Give me Milwaukee. Damn. Well, you, you, you don't make me confident about my pick with Toronto. But um, I do agree with you that without KD, Milwaukee going to give them trouble for real, for real. But, um, well, folks, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll cut that. We'll cut this show over here and get ready for that over there. And, um, uh, oh, Will, I don't know what you got planned. What, what time does your Game of Thrones even start at? Because I'm not – I never watched that shit, like I said. But I'm pretty sure you're – scheduling your Sunday around because I have friends over here and I was like, what's going down with you guys today? Oh, ain't shit. I'm just getting ready for the season finale of Game of Thrones. Well, that's pretty much what I'm guessing your day is going to be scheduled around. So what time is that going on? Cause that's pretty much tells me what you're doing with the rest of your Sunday. Oh, that's at eight o'clock, man. We got a whole bunch of, we got a whole bunch of day until then. So I'm going to just be doing my thing, you know, it's family day doing my thing. First I'm with the, with my with my church family, then I'm with the boxing family, then I'm with you know my family, so it's all good, man. So that's what I'll be doing. That's what's up. That's what's up, man. I need to get my ass to church. Speaking of which, <laughs> but JP, what you got lined up for the rest of the day, my man? Because I'm not. I I don't know if you're big on Game of Thrones or nothing like that, but I'm gonna be with you watching the NBA, and that's probably gonna be. Uh, NBA and WWE for my girl Alexa Bliss, and uh, yeah, uh, I'm not on that Game of Thrones stuff. No, I'm not a throner or a gamer or whatever they call. But I don't fuck with that shit. But I'm I, I actually got HBO <laughs> Go, and I'm gonna start from the beginning of that Dungeons and Dragons shit and see what it's all about. But um, no, man, I'm chilling. Me and pops, pops over here. We're going to kick it in the garage, listening to some old-school R&B, some 80s and 90s R&B, the Motown. Um, probably going to buy to enjoy on a Sunday afternoon. And uh, get ready for Monday, man. Big week coming up this week, so that's about it. No, yes, sir. Yes, sir. I'm with you on that. Um, there's definitely a lot going to be coming up. I mean, boxing is, is, is popping right now, man. It's, it's definitely popping right now. We got a lot going on. There's so much popping that, that I mean, it, it's just going to uh, continuously go, man. This has been a good year for boxing. And at this point in time, it's a, uh, we got basketball going on and all that good stuff. So uh, we'll wrap this show up right here, fellas, and, and get back on Wednesday. Um, now that things for me is kind of solidified. So I'll, <laughs> uh, uh, I'll definitely make an appearance on Wednesday. Uh, and I, I can't wait to talk about what we got going on through here and that because, I mean, hey, unfortunately, we had the main event end in two minutes and three seconds, and we had another big fight from uh, Anoya who 
you know, ended in a similar type of fashion within uh, a little bit over four minutes or something like that. So small material to deal with and moving forward is solidified with who's uh, opposition next besides Wilder. That's what it is. But, folks, uh, we're going to wrap it up today. Um, shout out to everybody who is rocking with us today. Janelle, I hope he could figure his way out of that figure four leg lock somewhere over there at NYC. JP, I appreciate you for coming through and, and us all holding it down as we normally do on a Sunday. 1 p.m. Pacific time will be the time that we get over here on the Outsiders Boxing Podcast. Willa, much love, my brother, and I appreciate the words of wisdom that we get over on the text and things of that nature. But speaking for San Joaquin Valley of Central California, Houston, Texas, Southern California, NYC, Seattle time, all those good guys, uh, you know, everybody and everybody, Nino, Patty, Y'all still rock with us, and it's good to keep in touch with everybody else. But we are the Outsiders Boxing Podcast, folks, and Wednesday will be the time, 7 p.m. Pacific. But until then, we out. Mom, I love you. P.O.P. All the time.